0: My entitled manager tries to get me fired after I tried to apply for the job that he got, but I decided I wasn't going to take that sitting down. So instead, I flipped this on his head, and I ended up getting him fired instead. Here's what happened. So this incident happened two years ago. I was one of two commercial writers and producers working in the production department of a local television station. Our department was responsible for producing both the newscasts and commercials for clients who purchase airtime on our station. The department is high stress. I had to manage multiple deadlines and provide creatives for about a dozen ad campaigns every single month. That being said, I always met my deadlines and our sales department was always complimentary of my work, steering the more important clients my way. Unfortunately, managers in my department come and go with unsettling frequency. In the nine years I was there, I had six different managers. Most often, the managers were passing through with their sites set on snagging upper-level management jobs somewhere in a larger television market. This meant their experience of actually doing the work of television production was often very minimal, so they had a tendency to not interfere with our work so long as clients were happy and deadlines were being met. Given that the managers were so disengaged, I told our general sales manager about my idea for saving time as well as saving money in the department, and he suggested that I apply for the production manager position the next time it opens up. So I did just that, but I didn't get the job. I was told I was too important maintaining good client relationships through my work as a producer, which is no big deal, I thought at the time. I was happy as a producer, but unfortunately, the person they did hire for the position ended up being a monumental jerk of the first order. I'll call him Bob. Bob is not his real name. The first thing Bob wanted to know was who in the department had applied for the position he now filled. I don't know what idiot in upper management thought it would be a good idea to tell him, but someone did just that. It soon became apparent he wanted to find any excuse he could to fire me because that was just the kind of insecure idiot that he was. It began with him writing me about the time I was taking just to complete commercial productions. Then he accused me of undercharging clients in my billing. He wanted me to wear a suit and a tie, which he knew I hated. As the writing on the wall became clear, I began documenting every single interaction with him taking notes about what was said and contradicting his accusations with facts. All the while, he is managing to upset a lot of people in our department and the morale of pretty much everybody began to tank. Now, Bob was petty, he was vain, and he loved to brag and announce things, like how he's going to have a lavish and wonderful vacation that he has planned. He was going to Aruba, so he would put up travel posters and printed out a ridiculous sign he taped to his office door that would say something like, My island adventure begins in two weeks. All this served to remind us that he was the only one in our department who made enough money to take that kind of vacation. Eventually, an incident occurred where I missed a deadline through no fault of my own. The client wanted to change up the creatives at the last minute, so we had to bump the film shoot. Somehow, Bob got in his head that I should have been a mind reader and anticipated the client's wishes before they were communicated. He calls me into his office and begins berating me, but by that point, I had had enough. I'm the kind of person who will take a lot of garbage with patience and grace but when I am finally pushed to my boiling point I absolutely explode I started yelling back and saying you are a liar and if you think I don't know how to handle this client then fine let's see you do it because I am out of here and right then and there I walked off the job in fact I'm so amped up by what just transpired after leaving the office that I walk all the way home a distance of more than 6 miles just as I am nearing my house my cell phone rings and wouldn't you guess it it's Bob on the phone. Evidently it just dawned on him that he would in fact have to produce the ad campaign himself because our other producer had the week off. He hemmed and hawed and finally blurted out something that was quite revealing. He said to me if we lose this client we'll both get fired and I can't afford to lose another job. I think to myself really? So you've been fired from other jobs? What a surprise. I then tell him to go kick some rocks if you know what I mean because I'm not taking his garbage for one more minute. All the while, I'm literally trembling with the knowledge that I've walked off the job without another job to go to and I have a wife and two kids to support. Thankfully, the next call I get is from the general sales manager, which is the same guy who recommended I apply for Bob's job and is the one person who basically in a roundabout way started this whole mess with Bob. By now, news of my blow-up evidently made it back to him. He asked me about what happened and I fill him in and apologize for walking off the job, while also telling him there's no way I'm working for Bob. He says to me that leaving work wasn't a good idea, so he wanted me to do him a favor and just come back, email him the details of what happened, and then he'll see what he can do. Thanks to my copious note taking of all of my interactions with Bob, it takes me no time at all to send him the complete history of Bob's mess ups. So I return hoping to avoid Bob. Thankfully, his door was closed, and I keep my head down in my cubicle. A half hour before quitting time, I notice our general manager and a security guard getting off the elevator together. I stand up to see where they are headed and I am elated to see it is directly towards Bob's office. Now, what transpires is even better than the revenge option I was contemplating. Bob emerges from his office carrying a box of his belongings, including the rolled up Aruba travel poster, and is escorted by the security guard to the elevator. Now, standing up in my cubicle, he turns towards me, his face beat red with embarrassment. As our eyes met I flash an ear-to-ear grin. This moron was gone, and I've never been happier with this form of revenge in my life. Yeah, that boss sounded absolutely obnoxious. Can you imagine dealing with that on a daily basis? Some guy who is clearly upset that you applied for his job, so now he tries to make your life a living nightmare on a daily basis. But honestly, it was really smart of the original poster to literally write down all of the interactions they had with their boss because it literally led to this loser getting fired. And by the way, this manager absolutely... Absolutely had it coming. They were an awful manager and they were trying to fire the guy that almost got their job. That is such a toxic thing to try to do. I also don't blame the original poster for quitting and walking away from that job. Sure, he should have had something lined up before he left, but at that point I wouldn't want to work there either. I would be so upset dealing with a manager who clearly does not have my best intentions in mind and instead wants to get me fired and out of the picture. Despite the fact that I'm doing all the work in the office and I get all of the good clients. So good for you for getting this manager fired, because he absolutely had it coming. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My friend keeps asking to lend me money to her, because she doesn't have a job and she can't afford certain things. But at this point, it's becoming so bothersome, and I don't know how to respectfully tell her that I can no longer give her any more money. Here's what happened. So I have this friend, and we are very good friends. She is a very good and supportive friend other than the problem I'm gonna describe below. My friend is unemployed, but I work full-time. She lives with her mother, but I live on my own. Their income comes from the unemployment stipend, as well as her mother's pension, and the apartment that they rent out. My salary is a bit above average for the country I'm living in, so when my friend told me she had no money left and her and her mother couldn't even afford groceries, I offered to lend her some money. She told me she would pay me back again as soon as she gets paid. I said, don't worry about that. My problem is, since the day I gave her the money, she asked me for my PayPal two times because she couldn't buy stuff her mother needed and she would pay me back with the rest of the money I gave her. And this would happen in two installments. I said, okay, no worries, but please, I can't afford more than that. She tried asking me to pay for one more thing two days ago and I said, no, I don't have any more money. I don't have any spending money now and I will probably have to borrow for my family just to get groceries at some point as well. She told me, oh, okay, no worries. Thanks for telling me. Yesterday, she started telling me about the thing she wants to spend on at the end of the month. I was like, yeah, cool, that's awesome. And at some point, she threw in, you can afford that, right? If not, please tell me. And I said, no, I can't. I need to save up for moving out next month. She then insisted by saying, this will be the last time I ask you to pay something and that she will buy me an expensive gift whenever she can. I have now panicked. If I keep giving her money, my plans to move out to a bigger apartment will go to rubbish. How do I respectfully tell her that I don't have any more money to give her? Because at this point, I seriously don't think I'll ever get any of it back. What should I do? Honestly, when it comes to situations like that, the best course of action is just to be firm with your boundaries. Tell her straight up, no, I cannot give you any more money. It doesn't matter how much she begs or pleads or any other tactic she uses, you cannot give her any more money. End of story. I mean, the odd audacity of her to ask you if you can afford something that she wants is seriously so crazy, which basically proves to me that she's using you as an ATM. And that is honestly not fair for you at all. And you know what? You're working for a living and she is not. She's only running off of the unemployment stipend as well as her mother's pension. I mean, come on. If anything, it's time to get to work and do something with her life. It's not fair for you to have to deal with her trying to take your money all the time while also having to explain that no, you cannot afford that. You are literally in the middle of trying to move. So hopefully by setting some very clear boundaries with this friend, she can try and go back to being just that, a friend. Because instead, right now she's just taking advantage of your kindness. And this very well could keep happening if you don't decide to put your foot down and say enough is enough. Am I the jerk for telling my wife to stop being a pushover or I would take away her spending privileges on our joint bank account? Here's what happened. So my wife of five years has a sister. She is somewhat disabled. and while this may sound contradictory she has a condition which makes working very difficult but not entirely impossible unless she is under a lot of stress it's a neurological condition where she loses muscle control and makes her hit or throw stuff and she does fall over i have no problem with her sister she is sweet and nice to have around my wife loves her more than anything she basically raised her and stepped in when her parents wouldn't or couldn't this has led to a relationship closer to mother and daughter my wife would constantly be paying for stuff for her sister, and this made sense to me when she was a minor and was doing much worse health-wise. Recently, though, this has increasingly been getting under my skin. I am the sole provider for my household right now since my wife was pregnant and only gave birth recently. We had been spending a lot to buy her sister gifts for holidays, which she would never return the favor. Even if it was something cheap, we never got anything. We'd always take her out to events or dinner or pay for her every time. She would never even pick up the bill herself. And again, it wasn't entirely an issue until she became an adult. And now I'm fed up with it. She expects my sister to do things like pay for her to go to the doctor or invites us out to lunch and then expects us to pay. She doesn't even schedule her own appointments and my wife takes her wherever she might ask, even if she has the ability to do it herself and we live 45 minutes away. She always talks about how she's freelancing and is making money, but then somehow has no money whenever she needs or wants anything. And I did not have an issue with this either, really. I thought my wife was being a pushover, but it's ultimately her money. That is, until recently. Now she's spending my money on her, and it's really getting me angry. I want to spend money on my daughter, but instead we're spending money on this financially irresponsible leech. I explained this to my wife in a much nicer way, but we ended up in a fight where I called her sister some pretty messed up things. I ended the conversation by telling her that I would take away her access to our joint bank account until she contributes again. If she doesn't tell her sister to grow up and that she is not her mother and she is no longer a child, she cannot be dependent on people forever. I think it's an important lesson for her to learn and if she doesn't learn it, she can get back to work and continue supporting her until she's 40 with her own money, but it's not going to be with mine. She honestly thinks this is an end of the world situation. I think it's quite clear that this is for the better. I think she's scared of hurting her sister, but at this point, she Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Honestly, first and foremost, I think everybody kind of is at fault here, but the original poster is absolutely more at fault. I can't imagine a husband actually looking at his wife and saying to them, you're gonna do as I say or I'm gonna cut your access to finances. Like that is actually insane to me. And that crosses a line that is seriously not okay. Any point this guy was trying to make about how his wife is spending his money got thrown right out the window the second he tried to take some authoritarian stance over his wife. You two are equals in this situation. And guess what? Your money is her money. It also sounds like she recently took like maternity leave to give birth to their child. So guess what? She's not working at the moment. And while yes, I think it is important for your wife's sister to get on her own feet and try and have some kind of stability on her own. But it really does sound like this is a sensitive situation. And you kicking the door down and saying, I'm going to cut off access and You do what I say That is so toxic And that really does destroy any argument you might have That is literally not the answer That definitely makes you a horrible husband And makes you the jerk in this situation So hopefully this can get resolved between the two of you Because for starters Your wife absolutely should not be spending all this money on her sister But more importantly The language you use towards your wife Is unbelievably inappropriate And in my opinion You absolutely need to apologize Am I the jerk for telling my friend that her big baby's name is ridiculous. Here's what happened. So my friend recently had a baby and she named him hashtag. Yes, you read that right. She named her child after a social media symbol. When she first told me the name, I thought she was joking but she was absolutely dead serious. I honestly couldn't believe it. I tried to be polite and tell her that it was definitely unique but she kept insisting that it was a great name and that her child would be one of a kind. I just couldn't hold it in any longer and I finally told her that the name was ridiculous and that her child would likely face a lot of ridicule and a lot of bullying in the future. She then got very upset and accused me of not being supportive of her choices. Now our mutual friends are split on the issue. Some agree with me that the name is absurd while others think that this was too harsh and I should have kept my opinions to myself. So am I the jerk for telling my friend that her baby's name is ridiculous or should I have just kept my opinions to myself? First off, I absolutely agree with the original post the name hashtag for the name of a child is seriously a stupid name for a kid. And it's also not even like a real name. It's literally just the social media symbol or the pound key on your cell phone. So their future kid is gonna have a lot of nicknames. Not only will bullies call him hashtag, which by itself is already just a horrible name, they're also gonna call him pound, sharp, number, or even tic tac toe. Like seriously, what is this person thinking? This is not a good name for a kid. In my opinion, when you're having a kid, you really need to pick a name that's not going to get them bullied because children are horrible and they will find a way to make fun of your kid. And the fact that this lady would think this is a unique name and a -a one-of-a-kind name and that somehow is going to set their child apart is honestly the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Their kid is going to grow up hating them and they're going to despise the fact that their name is Hashtag. So no, the original poster is not the jerk here. But instead, the jerk is the parent who is seriously naming their child Hashtag, which in my opinion is a horrible name for a child. My girlfriend says that I'm cherry-picking her flaws, and now, after dealing with some back and forth between the two of us, I am seriously considering breaking up with her. Here's what happened. So, for starters, we've been in a relationship for eight months now, and she is my first girlfriend. She has this thing where she takes hours, and I mean hours, to wake up every time. So, every time I wake her up, I need to come back every 20 minutes and try and wake her up again. Or otherwise, she'll sleep until 3 or 4 in the afternoon. She's very grumpy whenever I try to wake her up, and as soon as she wakes up, she's all over her phone. She has a daily screen time of 12 plus hours on average. I told her both of those things bother me, and she said to me that just because I don't spend time on my phone doesn't mean that she's not allowed to, which I totally agree with. But for example, when I leave the room to grab a drink, literally for a minute, she's already all over her phone. I just feel like that's unhealthy, and when it comes to the sleep thing, she said that I don't let her rest and that I need to stop bothering to wake her up, even though she sleeps almost 12 hours every day. Today, she refused to eat the food I made for her because she said it was too oily, and I understand that she's trying to keep her diet clean. Then, she got angry and said that she's going home. Honestly, on occasions, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells when talking with her. She can get angry out of the blue, and that can last minutes to hours, depending on what the reason is. A few days ago, she got mad because I didn't tell her that it's raining. Although I was bedridden and sleeping because I had a fever, she got really angry and I spent the entire evening trying to cheer her up. Sometimes she'll leave or ignore me when things don't go her way, and whenever I don't want to do what she wants to do, like go for a walk for example, she gets upset and says, "Fine, I'll just walk myself. You never want to do things that I want to do." Even though since the start of the relationship I've been trying to please her. Recently, I feel like we've been growing apart. She's on her way weight loss journey and I'm in my first internship program and we both just focus on ourselves seeing each other less and less. Today, after the food argument, we finally talked about this. I told her about the things that have been bothering me and I told her I'm not really enjoying the relationship all that much. She said that maybe you should find someone that was raised by parents like yours and that was absolutely a shot at me. My parents are very toxic and I've been treated like garbage verbally throughout my entire life and I still live with them since I can't afford to live by myself and when she said that, that really hurt. She said that she can't change and that she thinks I'm looking for someone like myself and that there are other parents like mine that can raise the kind of children like I am. I don't know whether that's an insult pointed towards me or my parents but it wasn't a nice thing to say regardless. I'm unsure that I'd want to be with a lazy person and I'm unsure whether she's lazy or not. That's a subjective thing honestly. But to me spending most of your time on your phone and sleeping 12 hours a day is just pure laziness. She is very supportive of me. She encourages me and she helps out when needed. She is in general a sweet soul, but I'm not sure we're meant for each other as we have different values and views. Should I try to make it work since I do love her? I sincerely enjoy most of the moments we spend together, or should I call it quits and just work on myself? What should I do? Yeah, I really do agree with the original poster here. His girlfriend sounds incredibly lazy. She sleeps 12 12 hours a day she either just doesn't get any sleep at night and she stays up all hours of the night or she's got some kind of like medical issue that's making her sleep for long periods of time or when you boil it down she probably is just straight up lazy and you know what that's probably why she's so supportive of you maybe she wants you to do all the work so she can just stay at home and be on her phone I don't think it's unreasonable to point out flaws or things that you want to try and work on in a relationship but it sounds like she flies off the handle when things don't go her way like for example the food wasn't to her liking and so she freaked out and suddenly left. It also makes me wonder, does she even like have a job? I can't imagine that she actually has one if she is legitimately sleeping in until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That is honestly absurd and she either needs to have a doctor look at her or just get her life together and stop being so lazy. So I don't really blame you for second guessing this relationship. She has obviously already insulted you about your parents as well as you as a person and that to me is a giant red flag on top of the other red Flags that she has clearly exhibited. And personally, I would not take that lightly, and that would absolutely inform my decision making process on whether or not I want to stay in this relationship if I was personally in your shoes. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.